When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Cluster B personality disorders are characterized by dramatic, overly emotional, and unpredictable thoughts and behavior. From Ars Longa Media, this is Cluster B, scientifically informed, expert insights into the four Cluster B personality types, antisocial, borderline, narcissistic, and histrionic personality disorder. Here's today's host, Dr. Todd Grande. Hello, this is Dr. Grande. Today's question is, what is the relationship between oppositional defiant disorder, conduct disorder, and antisocial personality disorder? So when we talk about oppositional defiant disorder, conduct disorder, and antisocial personality disorder, and the relationship between them, a lot of times we're thinking that there's a progression from oppositional defiant disorder, ODD, to conduct disorder, CD and on to antisocial personality disorder, which I'll refer to as APD. Now, we know that, of course, not every presentation of ODD moves on to CD, and not every presentation of CD moves on to APD, but clearly there seems to be some relationship between these disorders, and there's a lot of confusion about how to diagnose these disorders and whether they can be comorbid with one another, and a lot of other questions. In this video, I'll be taking a brief look at the symptom criteria and then looking at the relationship between these disorders. If you want a more detailed description of the symptom criteria, I have separate videos on each of these disorders. So starting with ODD, we see there are eight symptom criteria for this disorder. An individual would need to have four of these symptom criteria to be considered for a diagnosis of ODD, and there are a couple of other criteria as well. But in terms of symptom criteria, it's just the four out of eight. And these are in three categories, angry, irritable mood, argumentative, defiant behavior, and vindictiveness. When we look at conduct disorder, we see there are 15 symptom criteria. An individual would have to have at least three of these symptoms. And they're in four categories, aggression to people and animals, destruction of property, lying or stealing, and what the DSM refers to as serious violations of rules. So a couple of examples here would be truancy or repeatedly staying out overnight without parental permission. Conduct disorder also requires clinically significant impairment, not clinically significant distress. Those are two different constructs. And if an individual is 18 years or older, they can't meet the full criteria for antisocial personality disorder. So conduct disorder and antisocial personality disorder are mutually exclusive. If an individual has one, they cannot have the other by definition. ODD and conduct disorder are not mutually exclusive. They can co-occur. An individual can be diagnosed with both ODD and conduct disorder at the same time. Now when we look at antisocial personality disorder, we see there are seven symptom criteria. An individual would have to have at least three. And here we see 
repeatedly engaging in behavior that would be grounds for arrest, lying, impulsivity, irritability or aggressiveness, a disregard for the safety of others, irresponsible behavior, and a lack of remorse. For an individual to have APD, they have to be at least 18 years or older, and evidence of conduct disorder would have to have been present before the age of 15. Now, this is an interesting symptom criterion because this isn't saying that an individual has to have a diagnosis of conduct disorder in order to be diagnosed with antisocial personality disorder later on. This is saying that evidence of symptoms of conduct disorder had to have been present before the age of 15. So this is a little bit subjective as a criterion. The last criterion for APD is that the symptoms aren't exclusively observed during the course of schizophrenia or bipolar disorder. So when we look at the relationship between these three disorders, we usually conceptualize ODD as the least severe, with conduct disorder being the next most severe and antisocial personality disorder being the most severe. We know that ODD is a significant predictor for developing CD. We also know that CD is a significant predictor of developing APD. Now, there are a few different features of conduct disorder that make it much more likely that we would see an eventual development into antisocial personality disorder. For example, if the subtype of conduct disorder is the childhood onset subtype, which is where one symptom is present before the age of 10, that would increase the risk of developing antisocial personality disorder later on. And also, there is a specifier with limited prosocial emotions. That's a specifier for conduct disorder. That would also increase the risk of developing APD. So in terms of the potential progression from ODD to CD to APD, there are a lot of different percentages out there in terms of what percent of individuals with ODD would move on to have CD and what percent of people with CD would move on to have APD. Even though there's some variability in the research in terms of the percentages, in general, we can look at ODD in terms of moving to CD. We can look at that progression as occurring about one-third of the time. So if an individual has ODD, there's a one in three chance that eventually they would have conduct disorder. And we can say the same thing when looking at conduct disorder and antisocial personality disorder. About one out of every three individuals with conduct disorder will eventually develop antisocial personality disorder. Now, again, there's a lot of variance in these figures depending on what research you're looking at. But that's a general rule. So what does this tell us about the progression with these three disorders? Well, most people with oppositional defiant disorder will not go on to have conduct disorder. And most people with conduct disorder will not go on to have antisocial personality disorder. ODD is a significant predictor of CD, as I mentioned, and CD is a significant predictor of APD. Now, because of the one-third of ODD presentations going on to CD and one-third of the CD presentations going on to APD, we can calculate that one out of nine presentations of oppositional defiant disorder will eventually go on to develop antisocial personality disorder. That's one-third times one-third, one over nine. Now, because of this relationship, there is speculation in the mental health treatment community and the research community that really these three disorders 
are simply manifestations of the same underlying disorder that are dependent on someone's age. Now, we don't know this for sure. This is just one of the theories that's out there. And certainly, looking at the potential course of ODD, CD, and APD, it's reasonable to believe that there's a strong relationship. It makes sense that these could all be on some sort of continuum or all could represent the same underlying disorder. And it's just a manifestation based on how old someone is. So how does the relationship between ODD, CD, and APD inform clinical treatment, inform the mental health treatment community on how to do a better job? Well, it lets us know that ODD is a risk factor for CD, and CD is a risk factor for APD. And we know that all three of these disorders come with consequences. In particular, though, antisocial personality disorder has a lot of severe consequences to the individuals who have it and to other members of society, because oftentimes there is a criminal component that we see with antisocial personality disorder. So understanding this relationship between these three disorders allows us to see the seriousness of treating ODD and CD effectively in order to try to minimize the number of individuals who go on to develop antisocial personality disorder. For more content like this, check out Healthy Toxic, another podcast from Ars Longa Media, all about what makes or breaks relationships, including issues related to narcissism, narcissistic abuse, and how personality disorders affect relationships. Ars Longa, Vita Brevitz. Learn more at ArsLonga.media. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.